According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Hey y'all, this is Leslie Tom. You're listening to According to Mike and Tony. And we're off and rolling again. Episode number 68. Back in better than ever. Better than ever. New and improved. What's been good, man? It's been two weeks. Yeah. No? We just, well, it just took one week off. I guess two weeks then. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks since the last last episode, but it's good to be back at the Rimcast Studios. Yeah, man. Cool to be here on campus today in particular because it's the, uh, what is it called? It's like the graduate. It's a senior exhibit. So yeah. all the seniors that are graduating here for um, spring um, in summer, I think some of the summer kids here all have their their best stuff dude, out on the exhibit. Dude, the talent is ridiculous. I couldn't believe some of the stuff we're in. Some of it I didn't get. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> there's well, some of the performance art stuff was quite interesting. There was the dude that got the haircut. He was like on stage and all these people yeah, were watching. I was he like, what the basically hell got a haircut. Yeah, but I got the little pamphlet thing afterward that explained it was like his. It was symbolic of his new beginnings or whatever. So. But I was hoping they recorded it, I said. Like, everybody in the audience had their cell phones going. So, but it was interesting. Really cool, uh, very cool other visual art, you know, that we yeah. saw. Like, the, there was, and we were commenting on the one guy, because he was definitely, like, a uh, left-brain artist. <laughs> like, he was very organized and stuff. He basically broke down how he built the frame for the picture. Yep. Like, step-by-step. Step. And then he, t- it's, it was, like, in typed font was that, the actual painting. Uh, what did it say? Helvetica? Is that what it was? The font or yeah, something? Yeah, right, 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 right. It, but it looked like he painstakingly actually did it. It wasn't, yeah. like, a giant typewriter. I've actually seen that kid uh, around campus <laughs> lug that thing around, so. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if I'm coughing a lot today. I it was a little ill last week. I've been feeling great for days, but this cough that just won't go away. Jeez. Sister's got it. Myra's got it. It's going around. So I will try to keep it under control. But what's uh, what's been new, man? The weather's been really, really warm. The weather's nice. Uh, when we took off the break last week, I went to a show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The uh, gor- Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. Yeah. <laughs> right um, they're out of Rochester, New York. Reggae band. Um, but dude, they're dope. They're really good. They have an open, they had an opener called Tomahawk Fox. And then they had another it, group called Rostasaurus. Ooh, dang. Was it, so it was all reggae on that? Yeah. Well, the Tomahawk Fox is kind of like everything. They did some door stuff. They did some, I want to say bluegrass kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty much all over the place. But, um, the Rostasaurus was, was pretty cool. Um, they're local band out here in Denver. And then the giant, like I said, the giant panda gorilla dub squad, um, out of New York, Rochester, I believe. And they got a following out here. Though, yeah, but yeah. they got real big out here as a thing. Um, and so they played up in the, the Aggie up in Fort Collins, and they came down to the Cervantes, as that's where we saw them. Um, and then they were up, um, went to Steamboat for a free show for like I think like for fucking Bud Light or something, dude. Like, a, oh wow, like, yeah. So are they are they bigger here than they are in New York? I'm not sure. Huh. I'm not sure, but the, I mean that place is packed. The whole place was packed, and yeah, dude. Yeah, you've you played at Cervantes, you know how. Yeah, yeah, we. It's like shoulder to shoulder, man, in there. Yeah, it gets pretty crowded. We opened for uh, 
Pato Banton. Uh, no, no, that was a different show. So we did. We opened for uh, Pato Banton one time, uh-huh. but we also did. What are the Sly and Robbie? We also opened for them. That was the, they were like the original uh, rhythm section for Bob Marley. Uh, okay, but they now they're so amazing. They perform just bass and drums. Like that was the headliner. Oh. It was just a drummer and a bass player, and dude, they blew the roof Damn. off the place. So good, so good. Uh, that was a long time ago, though. Yeah, that place can be pretty crowded. It's excellent. We were talking how we should get and catch a few shows there. Yeah, yeah, yeah just some, good, some randos. Good local spot, especially me being in reggae and whatnot. A lot of yeah. reggae happens over there. Yeah. But it is questionable sometimes in that area in Five Points. <laughs> yeah. I went, actually, when we were over there at the Five Points, I remember there is a bar that's upstairs that's right next to Cervantes, um, the other side, because uh, there's regular Cervantes, the, the actual Masterpiece Ballroom. Then they have the other side, which is the smaller um, place, too. It is play. different from Quixote's, right? Uh, or is that the name of the other one? other side now gotcha so and Got then there's this other place is upstairs <laughs> this other random bar it's upstairs and i remember back in the day when i didn't care you know just going to <laughs> random bars and nowadays you go Living to that kind up. of bar and you're like you're like what are you doing here yeah uh, here for a drink yeah they don't talk to you like that you walk in with your tattoos your mohawk and your giant beard <laughs> You know, like, you the amount right of beards, though, at this concert <laughs> was awesome. ridiculous, yeah. so kind of fit in there. It. Yeah, we got you a little sticker today, too. Yeah, dude, yeah. from one of the students at Leah, oops, pound it, Bro, Leah, do you Leah even, Greenwood. What did it say, do you even beard? Yeah, do you even beard? <laughs> <laughs> I've been toying with the idea of growing a beard again, but I don't know what happens to me. It's every year I decide, I think I want to grow a beard as it's getting hot. You get an illness. That's what yeah. happens. You get sick. No, that's know. when I took it off. Remember, <laughs> that was the one no shave November. I gave. I, I tapped sh- out. My dude, I have dude, to shave it. This is how I envisioned <laughs> you speaking to me, even though it was over text, because you sent me everything over text, and this is how I envisioned you do it. You're like, I have to shave it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, why, Tony? I'm at the hospital. <laughs> nah, come on, dude. You're not at the hospital. Then I get a, a text message picture from your wife. With Tony on the freaking gurney with an IV and a freaking robe wrapped around him, pale as could be, oh. skinny. And, and I was like, oh, and then I can just hear Tony in the background. Sorry, Mike. I had to shave it. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was actually, I was so sick that time. I got really, <laughs> really laid out, but the beard was too much, man. It was just like, I felt it was just itching and I'm sweating and feverish and just like, I just couldn't take it. I need it. It actually like gave me relief from my illness when I shaved my beard. I'm not even kidding. It's like all fresh and cool and like ah. <sighs> I remember so you're not using beard oils or no beard oil. Oh, dude, body. no, dude. I'm, I have I no condition this thing. <laughs> I condition it. It shows, Rubbing, man. I can see my reflection it. actually in your, <laughs> in your beard. No, I had no idea. My beard's crazy too. Like, I don't think you've ever seen me. I've never grown it. I've never even actually grown it as long as yours no, is right now. You've grown it pretty. A month, a but month's they, worth. When it really starts growing out, though, it's just every, the hair's going every direction. That's Maybe what that's every bottom is for. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Mad it down. It's like gel for your fucking bottom half of your face. See, I need to take <laughs> the Mike School of Bearding and commit, actually, do it for a while and grow a mean ass beard. Yeah, my real dad used to have a, a big red beard. Big Tony. Yeah, Big Tony <laughs> had a big red beard. <laughs> yeah, so I get the red beard and the dark hair. So, dude. I had a big ass gray hair the other day Ooh. in my beard. In your beard? Oh no! It's happening. It's happening. Progression of age. See, I bet you I have some gray hairs in my beard, but I wouldn't know it because it's red. So yeah. like red blonde, you know. Sometimes I can't really tell. 
they're hiding in there. Yep. So I had to pull that bad boy out. You don't have any gray hair on your head, though, huh? Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's in the middle. It's like a skunk. Oh, okay. But so the mohawk, <laughs> the mohawk covers perfect. it up because I'm able to scrunch all this stuff in the middle. So you, <laughs> so can't you really scoop see it, it together and yeah. cover it up. <laughs> hey, man. It's better than a comb over, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> gray hair, comb over, mohawk. A mow over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, man, I enjoyed the art today. I think it's it's cool to be around art, and just, even though I'm poking fun at some of the, or I was anyway, at some of the uh, performance art, because it's hard to get your head around that. Because I remember I had a girlfriend in high school that went to Santa, UC Santa Barbara and was an art major. Yeah. I think she switched to art history eventually, but she had. A, I remember her having a 4D art class. And like at one point, her project was she was sitting out in a fountain uh-huh. like all day. And that was the project. Like, and I remember going, what in the world? So, but, but I think it's cool that you have to have that stuff because it's what allows us to just be completely open-minded. That's what I love about art is that there should be no restrictions. If people want to call it art, it's art, man. I mean, that's, that's literally all it takes to be art. I don't get in the arguments with people about what's art and what's not. Yeah. Cause it's I, subjective. Mm-hmm, totally, man. And I find all that stuff interesting, but I was taken back by some of the visual artists today. Like I couldn't, have, I just couldn't believe the level of talent. And what was the one that we grabbed? I, I meant to have my swag. We got a bunch of swag today, stickers and all kinds of stuff. Laptop the, one, stickers. the one we were looking through the book and, and uh, the one we went to back twice to see that I was trying to figure out if it was what, yes, uh, what was her name? That was that girl, Elizabeth Cavanaugh. <clears throat> Elizabeth Cavanaugh, you said, yeah, man, dude, incredible Googler. Probably could Google her. I think the sticker had a website, but yeah, I misplaced it. So, but yeah, no, man, it's really cool. It's cool to be here in a spot where there is so much art happening. I just love that, man. I think art is so healthy for our culture and our society. And like I said, those people doing the crazy 40 art where they're, you know, just doing things over a period of time and you're... Yeah, there quite get your head. Oh, cool. Does it have the website on there? Oh, yeah. It's lazbath.com. L-A-Z-B-A-T-H.com. Go and check it out, please. Do yourself a favor. Incredible artwork, man. Man, well, I guess we actually have... Majority <laughs> of our listeners are actually women, yeah. slightly. So, man or Give woman. my sticker back. <laughs> totally ganking your sticker. <laughs> See, I just decided today I'm going to start putting mine on the uh, the old guitar case. Yeah. Because so, I have so many stickers, I always grab them, but I never have nothing to put them on. You've got your laptops covered. Mostly in beard stuff. Mostly in beard stuff, yeah. Tony Dollar sticker there. Oh, yeah. The Pier stickers down here, up top there. Yeah. And what, from FarmCAD, there's that, that one you can barely DJ see people now. that were here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Remember? We oh, were, yeah, with the ones with the drummer. Yeah. It was like a DJ and a drummer yep. together. That was a trip. Those guys were cool. <laughs> Remember the name of it? I don't know. That's coming up soon too, though, dude. Those farm cats are going to be coming oh, up coming again. back. Yeah. Cool. It's always nice when the weather gets good and get outside. Yep. Again, it's that art, you know, that, that community of art. Um, so, man, you've been keeping up on the world? So much crazy shit going on. I took, uh, I told you I got all nerdy yesterday on the computer and started just looking up crazy stuff. Yeah. One of the, my favorite places is um, Dig. Do you ever check out Dig? Mm-mm. It's like, a, they just put a bunch of stuff together. So it can be from other places like HuffPost or whatever, but they just put together all these cool stories and it's like random stuff you're not going to find on any other like news site. It's not like, I sound like Dig is paying me right now. <laughs> they're not, they don't need me. This there. podcast is brought to you by... <laughs> dig but i saw this cool video dude of the this guy's done it to a couple of phones one was a samsung one was an iphone uh i can't remember what it was was uh 6s and then most recently the video i was watching he did it to an iphone se but he basically 
turns the phone on, brand new, mm-hmm. submerges it in a giant bowl of water, and then just lets it sit there, then puts it in the freezer and freezes it. And the whole time he sets the timer on the phone, so the timer is going the whole time, freezes it solid, and then drops it 50 feet. And the iPhone SE was is the first phone that he's done it to that actually survived, worked perfectly, he took it out, it was working fine. Was able to charge it and huh. just keep using it. Wasn't there the other phone that like Ashton Kutcher is like promoting to? It's supposed to be like that, like yeah, all. like the, the one of the <laughs> Droid phones or something like that. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. See, this guy doesn't even he doesn't work for a company or anything. He's just a crazy dude who likes making videos about mm-hmm. freezing and smashing phones. But it, I was just thinking about how crazy that shit is. That you can have a a phone like that. He literally just drops it bloop, into the water. You can see the timer still going. Yeah. And then he freezes it solid over like a five, six hour period. And then 50 feet doesn't sound like a lot, but when they show it, you can see he's dropping it off the top of a building. Yeah. And it's like, five stories, just yeah, cracks, yeah. you know? And then to be able to think that you can plug it in, turn it back on, and it works fine. That's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah. But I'm never going to have that phone. That, yeah. Well, I told you, I'm not an iPhone fan. Yeah. Is that, why, is that you what you mean? an iPhone, yeah. Yeah, well, for now. I'm still stuck with it for now. <laughs> One day we'll be rid of it again. I just don't like it because you pay for everything, man. Everything it feels like, like you're in the system when you're on Apple. Like yeah. you're like in the gr- on the grid or whatever. You know, like it feels like everything. I, I but guarantee your phone you. is protected, Tony, because they will never open it up, even if it's a terrorist attack. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you, Apple. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's just not as good and it seems so limited like i love the setup i don't like the windows phones either i don't know if there's anybody actually likes those but the uh definitely the androids are the uh way to go that's what you got there what do you have my note oh note still yeah yeah it's a badass phone it's gigantic though yeah <laughs> you like the flap thing on it i never i can't it's ever my, do it book thing you just close it and... yeah a lot of people like that and plus yeah. you can keep stuff in it looks like you got a buck in there <laughs> no it's not a, it's a oh. notes Oh, I can say it's not a buck. That's a hundred dollars. Oh, it's the wifey's business card too. Always got to promote that. (coughs) Yeah. And then this one is oh, it's a one of my students told me about uh, Samurai Shampoo, some cartoon on Netflix. Told me to check it out. So that's what that's in there for. Oh, cool. Just did a plug for him. (laughs) That works. (laughs) Um, did you do you? I know you saw this because I sent the video to you. Another thing I found on Dig was that golfer. Dude. Yeah, Ernie L's the big easy. Yeah, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Five straight tap-in misses on the first hole of the Masters. That's a psychological game. That's what you were saying. Yeah. And it really, really, really is. You can just tell by watching it if you get slightly perturbed. I mean, it was. I just felt so bad for him. And by the end, it was so close. He was like, just like no-braining it. Like, okay, put it in there. Oh my God, it didn't yeah. go in again. Like, it's like, ah... Have you watched any since? I wonder if he's made any of that ground. No, I haven't. I mean, if we have my dad on the podcast, he watches that like all the time. How many holes is that? Do you know? 18 holes. That's right. Eight. Oh, yeah. that's standard, I guess. Yeah. So okay. it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt bad for him. It's crazy when you got cameras on you and all that kind of stuff. And then, I don't know, it'd be like a NBA player, I guess, what? Missing five layups in a row, unguarded or something. Yeah, <laughs> but the reality of that happening... Yeah. Versus the golf thing. Yeah, because of the mind thing, yeah. right? I guess that's the difference. Dang, I got a yeah. loud chair. <laughs> <laughs> like turning slightly, it sounds like. One of those creepy old doors opening. Yeah. But no, yeah, he's the big easy, man. But yeah, on the Masters too, like, that's not that's not an open. That's not something that you play into. That's, that's a selective you, one. So a committee and everything puts in that. Yeah, that's what you were saying. 
So they were like, oh, Ernie Els, yeah, let's put him. He's pretty good. Ernie Els. Best of the best, cream of the crop. Oh. oh. Yeah. So I wonder how many over he was on that. I don't even know. I don't know what the par was. (laughs) Whatever it was, he was way over thanks to the, the ending of it. Something I'd got really deep into though, man, was looking at um I shared it on Facebook. I don't think I don't think you saw it. You might have seen it. Um the wave energy. It was Huffington Post that put it out. Mm-hmm. It's like this idea that they want to do where they basically convert wave energy. Not only do they convert it into electricity, but they also want to have a desalination plant like attached to it. Uh-huh. So they it uses like this like buoy system that goes under the water that goes up and down with the waves and they can extract the energy. And it's like a really small spot that they do it in and the amount of energy they get is a lot. So it's like they're basically saying, come on guys, this should be like the future. Plus we can desalinate the ocean. Like not the, obviously not the entire ocean, but large quantities of water because that's always been the problem with desalination. I got deep into all this crap is that desalination takes up an immense amount of energy because that's one of the biggest... Are you looking at it right now? No. Oh. I was looking at the Ernie Els thing. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say about no, that? No, I was saying, so that one... So they didn't even show the... It was actually seven. They didn't show all of them? Yeah. All the misses? <laughs> it was ten shots on a par four. So it was six Ooh, over. <laughs> six over on hole one. Yeah. So, oh, man. Um, but uh, no, he started... He did uh, eight over... Let's see here. Eight over par? Eighty? So oh, eight over. Oh, is it over now? No, he's at eight over. I said over par. So. Oh, okay. So far. Yeah. So he picked up two more along the way. It's not getting better yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he'll pick some up there. Yeah. Anyways, Hopefully. back to your tight. <clears throat> yeah, no, like I was saying, I just got super deep in it because I was like, because <laughs> I've heard that before. I honestly thought we didn't have the technology to be able to de like, what is it called? Desalinization? Yeah. Where they take the salt out of water because there's like, that's what a big global problem that's only going to get worse is yeah. like fresh we don't water have fresh water yeah yeah like i was i wrote down some of this crazy stuff like three there's a whole lot of electronics electrolysis and everything has to go through there there's two different ways yeah okay. one is reverse osmosis okay yeah. is one way that they do it and then the other one is heating it so like you boil it and then you capture the steam and then the, the steam doesn't have steam right 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 mm-hmm. doesn't have salt in it yeah so those are the two basic ways but either way both ways are super like energy uh they require yeah yeah, they require a ton of energy and so that's sort of the idea is like we can generate ass tons of energy from this wave stuff Uh and then just attach desalination plants right there to it because you've got all this energy plus you're kicking electricity in you know for use in cities and and whatever else i don't know why there would be like again this might be just me naive person outside but like you know you set up a you know how they have the fucking oil tankers out in the middle of the goddamn Dude, ocean, right? right. Okay, so you have an oil tanker in the middle of the goddamn ocean. What, like a greenhouse sort of effect kind of a deal where it's glass, or not even necessarily glass, obviously, because glass would probably shatter storms and everything like that. But like some kind of thing where it's like this, they use the sun to heat up this area, this open area of the water. Why couldn't they do that? And then collect the the dew, the water that's on the condensation oh, I see. of the glass to run down and collect it that way. Why couldn't you do something like that? Just directly right out there in the ocean. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It seems to Again, me. It seems easy to me. Yeah, yeah. But like, scientists, no. get on that shit. Then the scientists are the, uh, email me. We're pre-scientists. Yeah. We. <laughs> scientists going to email me and stop, stop sending your fucking fun facts out, dude. <laughs> it's not even correct. Dang. Uh, yeah, no, but that's what's crazy about it is um, you can't see it above the water. 
at all. So yeah. like if you're sitting on the beach, you wouldn't even see them. You could have them all along there, just generating massive amounts of energy, like more than enough to power the entire world. And then, and then on top of it, because you have all that excess energy, you just do desalination right there. Cause they, I didn't know that, but they actually have the technology to totally do it. It's just that it's an energy suck. So it's like, dang, it's like two birds with one stone, but it's one of those things we always talk about. Like, the uh what do you call it the uh, momentum of our fathers yeah. it's like we're doing things a certain way because they it would you have to build them all you know what i mean you'd have to like completely start a, a whole industry basically so but so i was getting deep into it and i was trying to think of it because it's easy for us sitting here in colorado like you know first of all our water is delicious here i'm just yeah. saying i love the tap water here it's all super cold but th- we don't think about a shortage of water you know what i mean i think about my kids taking too long of showers because I pay the bills, you know, but other than that, it's like, I don't really, um, we don't trip on that here. So I started looking it up worldwide and it was like, I saw, I found a few cool fact things. Um, and this is from WWF. What is it called? The world wildlife federation yeah. I think, website. 3% of the water on earth is fresh water. That's crazy. Like of all the water and you think the earth is pretty much covered in water. Yeah. Only 3% of it is actually fresh water. 1.1 million people lack access to fresh water. That's a shit ton of people that don't even. Yeah. And water is not one of those things where it's like you can go a long time without it. Like if you go any time without water, you're you're up shit creek. And even the, well, and, and on top of that, that percentage of fresh water, like you ever seen that Naked and Afraid show? Yes. Okay. And, and so even a portion of that fresh water is not even clean water, drinkable it's water. Totally, right? Because these, I've right? seen these people like drinking this fucking lady straight up put her mouth in a goddamn stream. It was like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like it shows I her. I saw like, that one. I saw that when she was sick all night in the rain, right? Yeah, dude. She's like, like, come on. What did you really think, dude? Like, (laughs) did you think that, like, you know, somewhere down the road there is, like, you know, fucking deer, like, oh, this feels so much better. The running water helps me out. (laughs) So disgusting. And downstream, she's just like, get in some water. Get in some water work stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Just under the water, just open your mouth like a baby and amniotic fluid. No, yeah, that's a really good point, man. 3% of the entire, of all the water in the world is fresh. And then on top of that, what is drinkable? Dude, probably a fraction of a fraction yeah. of a percentage or something. Dude, I've seen one of those Kickstarter things. They like, the, it's called, I think it's called Life Straw. Oh, dude, yes, I saw that straw. You just put it right in the water, right? And it's supposed to like filter dude. it out and everything like that. Yeah, it seems right? pretty cool. This is, can't we just drop those off in like Africa or something? <laughs> I know. But then the problem is like you drop all these fucking life straws in Africa, they still got to go get water from the alligators and hippos. Oh, infested water. <laughs> so it's just a tease. You can have fresh water, but you got to fight alligators, crocodiles, and hippos. Damn. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> We're so lucky. Dude, this was a crazy part of it though. By 2025, they're estimating two-thirds of the world will have water scarcity problems. Two-thirds. That's, That's like 67% of the entire world will be needing in need of fresh water. And then you've got technology like this that nobody's doing anything with, where it's like, we could totally just fix that problem like that. Yeah. But it's going to take a lot of money and a lot of investment and change in mentality. And Well, there's so many like little technologies... Like, are you talking about the whole, the, the buoy things, how they're using the energy and the motion and the waves and stuff like that? Well, like, even simple shit like watches. Some of those watches, like Seiko, is this, did I say that right? Is it Seiko? Seiko, yeah, I think so. Seiko has those kinetic watches. 
where it runs just off the movement of your body. Oh. It doesn't have a battery. It's just... Makes sense with the Fitbit and all that. Yeah. It picks up all that movement. Yep. Yeah. It just makes all that movement and that's how it stays. Whoa. Well, Fitbit, you have to charge and everything, right? Yeah, 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 you do. Yeah. Right, but, right. That, but that, I guess... Yeah, just the idea that those are measuring movement, so you're always moving. Yeah. So you could, if you, there's movement, you but can But just something on that, like I said, something on that small scale of that watch, that kinetic yeah. watch, it's running itself. We can't, I mean, you can't <coughs> reproduce that, make that little... Yeah, thing. that's the, <laughs> it's that, it's that momentum <laughs> of our fathers again, man. We're doing shit the hard way. We're effing up the entire planet, like, just everything is so Bees, jagging the bees. We saw that all these art yeah. students here trying to incorporate bees into their stuff that was an i got really sidetracked down that rabbit hole man on dig there was this article on uh hexagons in nature mm -hmm. it tripped me out like how i don't really fully i didn't fully understand I'm a lot of the cells lie. right like like leaves stuff all like that right all over yeah. on different animals even certain animals markings but like bees it's always perfect hexagons yeah. even like uh soap soapy water like if you zoom in close on the bubbles they form into roughly hexagons sometimes they're imperfect because of the water bending and stuff but it's it's like, like the dome out front of uh -oh. ramkhead <laughs> yeah dude hexagons are everywhere in nature that's why i was tripping out when we saw the bee stuff the bee bee exhibit but yeah no exactly but even to the cellular level things dude like yeah like you said hexagons everywhere yeah again it was a little over my head but that, i basically got the gist of it which is that hexagons are like super naturally occurring in nature like all all over the place which is crazy it's a weird rabbit hole to get down i was like whoa it's magical and then you know you hear like joe rogan he talks about his experiences on dmt yeah people like that and they talk about that they see hexagons and like all these different mathematical formulas and crap i also think it's crazy because it's like you know these are unrelated people to to each other and they're reporting same stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. Something trippy. Yeah, so maybe wave energy is the future, man. Maybe they'll actually get that going. See, that's so much of what I feel like I don't understand when I look at the world though. We say momentum fathers and it's easy to just dismiss it with that, but it does seem so, like if you were explaining it to your kid, that's why I realize it a lot. Like when I try to explain these things to my kids, why we're not doing these things, it's so hard to explain to kids like, well, there's a lot of bureaucracy involved and well, there's people making money that want to keep making money the way they're doing it. And so they have a vested interest and in make that stuff not happen. And it's like, kids are like, have a hard time with that whole, why don't we just do what's best for humanity? I don't get it. Like, it seems so simple, you know, it's like, so hard to explain yeah. and you when having kids you realize you're like this is some stupid shit why are we we have so much amazing technology we could fix all of the problems we could feed could, everybody we could have water it costs, everywhere. it costs to it costs to do that tony yeah and it's kind of like the whole marijuana thing you know it was people who were already doing cotton and tobacco and they didn't want to lose money they don't want to change they don't want to invest but i want to get paid for my invention though tony yeah where it's going to help the world but at the same time yeah, i kind of help me a little bit too yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Gotta help myself. Gotta help myself for help you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's I just don't understand it. I sent you a message asking if you're feeling the burn. Cause we it's been a couple weeks since we talked about it. But uh Bernie has <coughs> got a quite a bit of uh momentum. Yeah. And it's got a damn good shot, man. When I was I was telling you um before, he's doing exactly what Bill Clinton did. On his presidency run, how Bill Clinton was losing at the very beginning of the his primaries and everything like that, but then the key states are at the very end, like all the bigger states, the primaries and everything like that. Some big ones coming, and definitely. Then Bernie's like 
smashing these out, dude. Like just big time, <laughs> dude. Domination. Yeah, just smashing it out recently. And then he's creating records too, as far as campaign financing and stuff like oh. that. Yeah, and we were talking a little bit before because we saw Daylina, who's been a guest on the show. She had yeah. posted today about I didn't find anything. you couldn't find yeah. anything. Yeah, I w- I'll have to ask her. I'll private message her because she had posted something saying she was disgusted with all the the candidates, and I just commented and said, "Hey, you're not feeling the burn? Like I kind of am." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she said. Uh, she actually has been liking him, but his comments in some recent interview about with questions about economic stuff, because I hear that everywhere I turn. Oh, he doesn't know money. He doesn't know, you know, he doesn't have a real plan. But I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen that come out in any interview I've seen. Yeah. So I'll ask her. I'll see if we can track that down, see if he actually, if there's any truth to yeah. the idea that Bernie Sanders has no idea what he's doing economically. Yeah. Well, it's funny because um, you mentioned that my dad, actually, I talked to my dad on the phone yesterday and uh, my dad's pretty conservative. Um, and we were talking about everything. We were talking about the election. He's like, and I know you, you're, I know you're a liberal, you're a Democrat. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and this and that, we started going, I was like, well, I mean, as I've gotten older, I'm not necessarily completely a liberal person. I, I was like, like anybody know, fits into a perfect box. You know, um, but we, well, we were talking about it. He said that, you know, it, it, when it comes down to, it, as you get older, you know, I think that people like when I was, you know, in my twenties and stuff like that, like, yeah, I'm a Democrat, I'm a Democrat, I'm a vote Democrat, all this stuff and everything. But you get older, I again, some things like with uh, with the guns. I don't care if you have guns; you can have guns. Fuck it, guns, guns, guns. You know, I just think there needs to be <laughs> regulation and and stuff put into it. You know, I'm a I drive a fucking vehicle that can kill people, and I have to take a test right. for that. You know, and and I have I have things points that go against it, so. You know, if there's infractions or something, you know, maybe even like the same thing with a gun where you have to take a training and like other countries, they do like background tests, psychology tests, drug tests, stuff like that, you know, in order to have a gun. Um, <coughs> but maybe, maybe put like on a point system, like your driver's license, you know, if you have a certain infraction, you know, then right. you get a point taken away. And then after so many points, your, your guns are taken away. Yeah. Gotcha. Can't be a responsible person, you know. But but do you find yourself having some more conservative tendencies as you get older? Yeah, yeah, I do because like I'm starting to think about it. Like people, like all this, um, not necessarily like it's not freebies. I would say, but like you know, like um, stuff that people get, like your you know welfare and your Medicare and stuff like that. We've been abusing that as a people, and it's not necessarily like it. It is definitely needed for some people, you know, for sure, but. Again, I think that it's been jacking up a lot of the stuff that we've had, and and it is a cost to the country. But yeah, I'm not like saying get rid of it. Yeah, but I'm not saying get rid of it. But at the same time, like more conservative approach would be like, you know, I want the drug test these people that want to do it because, you know, or limit things like you can't buy fucking steak and lobster with your damn food stamps. You know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> <laughs> more restrictions on it, yeah. maybe. Or like, follow, yeah. the, follow the WIC program. Like, you don't know if you're familiar with WIC, the women and children, oh, yeah. where it's like, you know, your your bread, your food, there's only certain things you can buy in WIC and it's labeled on that too. Yeah, I don't know if they had that when I was a kid, but yeah. we might have had that. I don't, I, we had some stuff that was like that, basically. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's always that. There's always going to be abuse when you have, and so much of it though is just that we have this we just have a different mentality here that I think I agree. I mean, I don't think like completely socialism is going to work here. It couldn't. I mean, there's too long established of a history otherwise, you know, and this has been a very different kind of setup. And I like how people, it cracks me up and just how not necessarily, I want to say ignorant or anything like that. I just want to say like, 
ill-informed or uneducated in the process of researching it when people see Bernie Sanders, you know, socialist, Democrat or whatever, and they're like, socialist, oh my God, I'm a millionaire. You're going to take my millions and you're yeah, going to put it together no, with a $40,000 person and we're going to make the same money? I'm like, no. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think a certain, yeah. It's, it's socialism, not communism. A certain amount of it is uneducated and a certain amount of it is is conscious effort to, you know what I mean, spread those kind of ideas that are associated with Bernie Sanders to make it seem like, yeah, they're gonna, it was like Obama and taking the guns, you know, and just you repeat it enough. It gets in people's head. It's still in our head to this day. He's about to leave office. He didn't think nobody's going to take damn my guns. guns. He's still going to take my guns. He still no. can do it. Tony. He's, he's his, waiting till he gets out of office. Cause no, Tony, it'd be easier. It's going to be his, um, his, what is it? His part. What do they do when they pardon people like his, from jail? Stuff like oh, that. Their yeah. last action, like Bill Clinton did the, couple of people it's going to be his like last executive decision and now i need you guys' guns ah, <laughs> i waited yeah speaking of that though uh, merle haggard just died yeah the big country dude and yep. did you know that ronald reagan when he, he was the, actually the governor of california at a certain point pardoned him from all of his past crimes because apparently you know he had, had he had committed quite a few crimes he yeah. was not exactly an upstanding individual uh what was that song again mama tried or mom Mom, I think it was mom tried. Mama tried. Yeah, like just put him on the right path, but he just never stuck on it. I thought it was interesting though hearing that. First of all, it was trippy because it was like, first of all, Merle Haggard's like a legend, a country legend. Yeah. Um. So him passing is a big event, and then on top of it, to hear that back then it was Ronald Reagan that was the governor of California, and that he pardoned him. You know, when yeah. his music was getting big and stuff, he said, "We'll go ahead and just let everything slide that you've ever done. Just keep it straight now." Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's such a crazy concept to think about. Right? Just like, <laughs> it's just, no, 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 okay. You know what? You are making money. You're entertaining these people. <laughs> I entertain people on a daily basis. Yeah, right. I mean, like, not, I don't have a record or anything, but. But if you did, it should be wiped clean right? based on your merit, those merits alone. <laughs> based on my sweet personality and <laughs> podcasting voice. My entertainment ability. Yeah, it's, that's, I thought it was crazy. It's just a time warp to think about that, too. I always, you know, having kids has done it a lot to me, but man, I think about the passage of time all the time. It's so bizarre, just in, even in our lives, how a decade will fly by. But then you just think how recently Merle Haggard was some young upcoming artist, you know, and Ronald Reagan was the governor of California. And you look at all this stuff and you're just like, man, time is just flying by. And I might be talking out of my ass, but I feel like I'd come across in a couple of places of like native um people's having beliefs that time is actually accelerating hmm. i said native peoples i just filled in that blank it might have been like, physicists i have no idea yeah but i feel like i came across it somewhere that there's either a theory or this idea i think that we're like time losing is... seconds or something like that not necessarily like oh, milliseconds I really think. yeah i think it was like the idea though of time's actually speeding up i think it was physics i think well, it has to do with losing time yeah yeah so speeding up or losing it yeah yeah, but it's like literally going faster now than it was before. It has something to do with like the Big Bang and the explosion of the universe, I think. I don't know. Stoner talk. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm You've been hanging out with Mark the Couch Guy. <laughs> you, guys, you, you briefly read a, a title of an article. Uh, yeah, I know. I was listening back to that last episode, just cracking myself up. It's like, for anybody who's wondering, I'm definitely an idiot. <laughs> I just like to talk. <laughs> that so, guy, he's the hard, again, by the way, I know he's family. That guy's the hardest guy to narrow down Mark the couch to guy. do something. Yeah. What's funny, do you need me to relay a message? Myra's actually over there tonight. So, <laughs> no, no. no okay. I got everything over there. You got it. Me. <laughs> it. just took a month and a half. 
sent message by doves yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> doves, I think, is the... Peace. That's right? your... Um, no, your doves is your get-o version, Tony, of alerting the neighborhood that the police are in town. <laughs> I'm from Fresno. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, I just saw somebody got... Uh, shot and killed like right on the intersection right where my grandma lives like it's like on the outside of her neighborhood it's the big intersection palm and ashland i saw that and then i was like wow and they had like pictures of it i'm like man i walked by there so many times like it was right there in the neighborhood yeah. so i just got life's over there yeah well, i was gonna say something saying what were we talking oh bernie sanders and yeah. the bird because uh-huh. i don't think we've had a podcast since that happened did you have you seen that video uh-huh. do you know you know what i'm talking about no Oh my gosh, Bernie Sanders is giving this speech. I don't, I don't know where it was at or. Oh, where. and it lands on and his. The bird like lands there, and he's like commenting about it, out. and then the bird comes and lands like right on the podium while he's talking. Because at yeah. first it landed like just a few feet away, and he starts to talk about it, and then the bird. But there's something so classic about that slow motion response when the bird lands and Bernie's hand flies up in the air, and he makes that has that wild look in his eyes, and you're just like, there's something funny as hell about that moment. Little but, did we know <clears> that <throat> Bernie Sanders is a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> and you can call upon nature. Not see that one coming. Doesn't look probably good. like he has a whole like fitting room, or like his his green room is like full of birds, and they just like you know he's like they put on his jacket and everything for him. They just acted like it was a coincidence. He's actually his nickname's Birdman too, like the basketball player. Yeah, people are making you know saying you know it's rip. It's it's a sign. Yeah, it's a sign. It's a sign from above. Speaking of doves and whatever. It is a trip, though, right? Yeah. It's so weird that that bird just landed like that right there on his podium. Yeah. Like as he's talking to all these people and just sits there for a few minutes and then just boop, and it's out. Say what's up, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's nature, too. Yeah. It could be just totally random. <laughs> the bird just, <laughs> somebody dropped sunflower seeds there earlier or something. Or the bird was like going crazy and dying. In, or blind and didn't know anybody was around him. It's like, oh man, <laughs> God, that was a long flight. Just want to sit on top of this skyscraper and hang out for a bit. Uh, you hear that? No, I can't hear that. <laughs> the part they didn't show is like the bird croaking over moments later. Yeah, <laughs> as it's flying away, it's like yeah, bam, I'm like on the ground. That didn't fit the symbolism we wanted, <laughs> so we left that part out. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So many. Uh... Bernie Sanders to me represents. You know, it's easy to say these guys represent anything, but he really seems to speak so genuinely and from his heart. And he's definitely speaking to a problem that's really there. And he's been consistently this way, you know, since he was young. You see him, you know, marching back in the day and doing all these things. And I feel like at the same time, in this really weird way, Trump, I don't know if he represents the same kind of idea, but he definitely presents the possibility of the whole system just crumbling. I mean, can you imagine? Because I feel like if Bernie Sanders gets elected, his ideas, you know, are for a lot of change, but we may not see that much change. But if Donald Trump gets elected as president, I feel like it just, <laughs> it shatters everything, you know? It's like, what? Uh, how do we, how's the next election going to go? You know what I mean? Who's running next? And like, how much does it even matter? And what are we voting for? We're voting for people to run the, like, what does this become yeah, if just, he gets elected? Like, <laughs> 
I think we face a really freaky ass future. Because I don't. think the only thing is like then then it just opens up for everybody <laughs> to fucking run. It's gonna be a whole bunch of people applying for Mike and Tony. Races. Yeah, like yeah. just like you know what I mean? Because what the what's the requirements? You have to be, you have to be certain, thirty-five. Yeah, a certain age and national. You have to be white citizen. <laughs> oh no, that one's not official. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> citizen. Yeah, the natural born citizen. You have to believe. You have to have like a religion, like where you believe in God, right? I think so. I don't mm-hmm. think. Well, I don't know if it's official yet, but it's people never talk about that. They talk about not having a black president, or not having a woman president, but I think you you have to be like got to be a God fearing man. I think. I don't know. Seems like that was the case. They all have been. I know for a fact that we've never had somebody who was like agnostic or atheist, but I don't know if it's like written into the requirements. You looking up the yeah? What makes a candidate run? Let's see here. So qualifications for presidential candidates. This is the the government website. Um, have remained the same since the year Washington accepted the presidency. So again, just another fact of an old ass thing. Um, is directed by the Constitution. A presidential candidate must be a natural born citizen of the United States, a resident for fourteen years, and thirty five years of age or older. Uh, these requirements do not permit. Do not uh, prohibit a woman from being president, yet this has yet to occur. Uh, What unwritten perceptions presidential candidates have? This, yeah. So that's it. It's pretty short list. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about religion on there. No, but pretty short list. Which is Um, crazy. Next year, I'll be able to run for president. (laughs) I can already run, Mike. Yeah, yeah. We should do it together. I'll be your vice president. I'd be happy to. Dude, I like those Rogan and Diaz shirts. Dude. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like, dude, if Donald Trump gets elected, we just got to convince those two motherfuckers to run. That's <laughs> yeah. all we really have to do. Joe Rogan and Joey Diaz, man. That's a winning ticket. Yeah. If uh, Donald Trump gets in. But I don't know. I mean, we're talking about total descent into madness, and we talk, you know, like, wow, every, the wheels could come off. Everything's going to change. But then you hear about, like, what we were talking about before, the Panama Papers that have come out, and you just realize how dark everything is underneath already. Like, would the wheels really be coming off if Trump was president or it's just going to be more out in the open that this is just a big shit show that a few people are are running? It sounds like a total conspiracy theorist, but anymore, that's just not even conspiracy. It's like everywhere you look, every stone that gets unturned or gets turned, you see, like I was saying, it's like cockroaches just scattering everywhere. Like every time you look into anything in our system with politicians and... I was watching something on like I think it was National Geographic, Nat Geo, and Loved Nat Geo. yeah, it was, it was something about like like images, like space satellite images and stuff like that, and what mm. they've uncovered, like looking at a couple of different things, and like how in Washington, like the um, all these things are like like it's like a pentagram. It makes like a pentagram. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. And like the center of the pentagram is the Freemasons building yeah something weird like that yeah yeah there's a lot there's so much weirdness it's like it always cracks me i was like were they really that like that planning of it back in the day like seems you're telling me like you haven't made any changes since then like on the roads or anything or yeah i mean that whole thing that's a deep rabbit hole and i've been down it a few times myself (laughs) every once in a while those and the aliens and all crazy stuff you can youtube it's just like this in this chain of youtube videos you can watch but now we're just starting to see more and more with like 
WikiLeaks and all these. I mean, we're starting to just really go. Eh, it's not even conspiracy anymore. Everybody just kind of knows it. Yeah. Like I, I haven't seen any, but I, I'd like to see a poll of Americans and just be like, I bet you it's over fifty percent of people are pretty convinced everything's corrupt at least, right? Wouldn't you think? Everyone kind of knows. We yeah. all sort of just know. Eh, shit I don't is think not. everything's corrupt. I think there's some good in some things and. Like what, Mike Pierce? I don't know. Like the yogurt industry. <laughs> like I don't think anything's wrong when I go get some froyo. I don't think that that Cheerios is paying off. You know them to be first in the line of the condiments. You know the toppings over Heath bars and everything. I just think that's touche. Touche. The yogurt business is actually a pretty clean industry, <laughs> considering there's bacteria in the food. <laughs> considering that yogurt is yeah bacteria. Yeah. Did you know though that, that can be dirty? Like the what? yogurt nozzles can be dirty, Tony. If what you do don't you mean like keep them, if you don't clean them and maintain them, so those people that work at the stores, you, know, you have to keep you have to disinfect those tips. Oh no, I know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it has like <clears throat> in the way too. Like you never when you when you get yogurt out of those things, never use the nozzle to cut off your. No, 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 no. Never use the nozzle yeah, to cut off the yogurt because it's the bacteria is all on there that's been sitting out. And I, yogurt is bacteria. That was my first job in high school. Was working. At oh, a, was it? It was a fast food place, okay. but we had a yeah. we had a, a fountain too where we served frozen yogurt and yeah. stuff. And you you gotta keep that stuff clean. Yeah, dude. And that's what I, I was reading. I was like that, you know, because I've always done the, you know, I always pr- prided myself on the whole like making it like a Dairy Queen cone, you know, doing oh, a little yeah. swirl uh-huh. and everything. There's an art to it. And then I'd see people like just like. Like scrape it off the the tip there, and I'm like, oh. and I, I look remember looking online one day, and I was like, I was like, yeah, it seems dirty because you look at the tip, and there's like a bunch of yogurt on there and everything. I was like, Ugh. ooh, yeah, yeah, lots of bacteria yeah. and crap. I remember that was one of the grossest things. Was I think I've talked about it on the podcast. It, it wasn't my first job, but my first kind of real job, I guess. Before mm-hmm. that, it was just paper route. Um, but uh, the towels in there, dude, from like cleaning up spilled ice cream and stuff like that. And then the they yogurt, would just, the they'd throw them smell. in like the hamburger. Uh, yeah, like the old sour, and it was Fresno, it was like 150 degrees outside. Ah. <laughs> uh, but the benefit, I think I talked about it before, the benefit of that job was going on breaks and you could just make, because I worked at Foster's Freeze. It's like uh, a Dairy Queen basically. Okay. But the first one I worked at was like not, wasn't part of the chain or whatever. Uh-huh. And so it was independently owned. The guy was totally laid back and we we can make like our own burgers. You could create all kinds of stuff. Like I'd, do, I'd go out with like five patty burger on my break or whatever. And I, cause I think I talked about it. Cause then I switched to the, the chain one yeah. and they were super strict. You can only make what was on the menu and <laughs> you're only allowed one per day kind of yeah. thing. But dude, we'd go crazy. I remember my parents would come in and they'd order, mm-hmm. they'd come in and visit me at work, or whatever. And they, we'll have six of the triples, uh, five large fries, uh, three or four, let's make it four milkshakes. That'll be a dollar 29. This is the old school registers, yeah, you know, you yeah. just be like, eh, he and the boss don't care. I'll just treat it as one of my break ones, even though I already ate two burgers on this one shift. That's what I used to, when I, when I was at Costco, I was the um, manager of the food court. Oh, yeah. You know, where you get all the hot dogs and the churros, the chicken bakes and the pizzas and all that stuff. delicious, terrible so that's for all, you food So there. that's all handmade, by the way. It's not frozen stuff. No, they, yeah. The makers, okay. you know, we, they made that stuff and I make that stuff. And um, those chicken bakes, you know, you, you you know, it's that dough with the chicken inside of it with the, the bacon Dude, and the sauce and the cheese and everything, right? Yeah. And they, sell, they actually sell them in the freezer section now at Costco. 
Those are so right. delicious. My favorite thing there. And I it's used a, to make ridiculous. Dude, and I eat the eggs. whole thing. That's the yeah. bad part. There's probably what are, there's like nine servings, probably. probably technically. Dude, I used to make ridiculous chicken bakes for myself. Ooh. Oh, you can like, make them yourself. Yeah, well, you make them. That's you, they're fresh. Oh, you they did that? Yeah. Oh, when you were at Costco, I knew yeah. you did a few things there. Yeah. Wow, yeah. cool. That was like one of my first, well, one of my first management jobs at Costco. Oh, but I miss yeah, that, dude. It, dude you get, I'd make my, I'd make my own pizza. What kind of cheese do they put in those? What is that magical mozzarella. cheese? Is it's that what it is? And, and, oh, so yeah. good. But dude, I'd make my own pizza. I'd make like braided crust pizza and like, <laughs> it's like infuse it with things. Like it take a time on my pizza. Whereas like if I'm making a pizza for the store, I'm like oven. Just like right, But yeah, make all those like ridiculous things extra and yeah. Yeah, that was definitely the perks of working in a restaurant like that. Oh, it, was just, it was. My first job, though, like, I had kind of technically two first jobs. So I worked at King Supers with my dad, and I worked at the dentist's office with my mom. And Simultaneously? Kind of, yeah. Okay. A little sim- cool. I mean, Some overlap. Yeah, like, and the, the, like during the summer, I would, like, ride my bike to my mom's dentist's office, and I was, I cleaned the trays, I sterilized the stuff, and my mm-hmm. mom would do, like, my mom would be gross, dude. She'd purposely leave like root canals on the tray for me and stuff like that. And so, uh, like when I pick up the trays and I go go clean them off, and you know you get to sterilize them, put them in the the the, the oven and everything yeah, like that. Yeah, and, yeah. and I look I'm like oh, it's like just like this large nerve ending. Just oh, there. You're like oh, like gross. Come on, dude. Dude, that's a weird thing when uh, kids work for their parents. I've noticed that because like, you're talking about your mom doing that, yeah. and like Myra always talks. She worked for her mom. She uh-huh. worked at the airport a long time ago, like as a second job, uh-huh. and her mom was her boss for a while. And she'd just give her like work the crap out of her, give her the <laughs> crappiest jobs. And even my, you know, my dad's cool. Mo's he's super cool. But at one point when I was working at the gas station, there was a period where I worked directly for him, uh-huh. and uh, it was always like that. And he was cool about it, but it was like he even felt this need to like, well, I got you know, I can't let you get away with anything because what happens is that everybody talks shit. You yeah, know? like oh, your son gets the easy. Yeah. I see how it is. So, no, my mom always embarrassed me because like there was an orthodontist next by next by, and I was like in high school at the time, and so you know, an orthodontist, there's girls there too, mm-hmm. and so I'd always be like cleaning trays, and I'm like, when you're that age, you notice girls everywhere. Yeah, you notice girls everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, no. And then my mom would be trying to hook me up. With like Moms. people that came into like the office, like oh yeah, that's my son over there. You should talk to him. <laughs> like, oh, come on, dude. I'm He's a Leo. He's a not. You're not I'm Leo. Cleaning trays, mom. <laughs> that embarrassed me. I don't need your uh, help. Moms are mom. funny like that. They have like that deep seated, you know, evolutionary drive to make sure that their genes get passed on again. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, mom. <laughs> Stop it, dude. And I get embarrassed, and my mom was always like that too. You know that she kind of like pushed for me and Myra to get together too. Yeah, I was cool with it. Man. I don't know if Myra was, but <laughs> Myra just got suckered into everything. But it is funny how moms are like that. And it is the worst when you're a young guy like that. And yep. your mom's like, she's like, come on, like yeah. flashing a red oh, beacon that's my, light. Oh, the, the guy you check it out? That's my son. <laughs> come on, mom, dude. That's when they run. <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah, they get embarrassed and you're embarrassed and nothing. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Yeah. It's not happening, Mom. It's weird to think how much life has changed since being that age. Yeah. It seemed like that was everything back then, you know, yeah. chicks. Just- but I used to get back at my mom. Like, we'd go, like, shopping or something like that. And, like, I'd, sh- like, she'd stray away. Like, she'd go do her own little shopping in her section and stuff like that. And I'd be walking around. And all of a sudden, I wouldn't see my mom. And I'd be like, huh? Huh? Mom? 
mommy, <laughs> mommy, mama, mommy. And I like scream, and she'd like, you'd see her poke her head out like some like random spot. She's like, I'm over here, <laughs> like doing that little like the angry under her tone voice. I'm over here. And I'd always like, mommy, and I'd like run over to her and like, I thought you left me. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in the same industry as my mom, but I never, never worked with her directly. Yeah. No, not, not, I worked in the same area with my mom at that time in high school, but I mean, obviously she's, dentist. I'm not. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not a dentist? What? <laughs> I need to go to the dentist, man. It's time for me to go and get my cleaning and get all that, make sure I don't have any new cavities. Any Pretty, new cavities? What do you mean? Well, cause I, it, when I, I haven't had a cavity in years, mm. but. I have a lot. I had a lot, got a lot of cavities when I was younger, for <laughs> sure. And you know what was funny is I didn't even eat like a ton of sweets or anything. Uh-huh. I think we talked about this before, right? Some of it's gen, like partially genetic. genetic. Yeah. Like my buddy, dude, he's he was he didn't brush his teeth a lot. I mean, he did. I think he did maybe the basics, but he never yeah. cared that much about his teeth. Never a single cavity to this day. Never had a. Cavity. You know what it is? I have good saliva. Is what I was told. I think that's what it is, right? Because yeah, it's cause that's the, the genetic part. Fights the cavities and the bacteria and stuff like ah, that. And so you never had many cavities. I don't have any cavities. You've never had a cavity. Uh, the last cavity I had was like in sixth grade. <gasps> You're that I've, dude I don't too. Have, I don't have any adult cavities. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's been a lot of years. But my theory is the reason I don't have any more cavities is because I've taken up all the space on my teeth already <laughs> with fillings. So there's no there's surface area to have a cavity. <laughs> wow. No, yeah. yeah, I haven't had a cavity since adult teeth in my adult That's teeth. crazy, man. That's so cool. Have no. you been, always been like OCD with your teeth too or normal? Just normal? Yeah, just, normal the, stuff, yeah. just the good saliva. That's I mean, so it's, yeah, I get the one-offs of, you need to floss more. Look, yeah. You need to floss more. I think if you fucking floss every goddamn day that they still probably tell you. You need to floss oh, more? Yeah, you just programmed more. into their yeah. spiel. <laughs> yeah. I floss every day. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> We could still floss more. Yeah. We got this new special floss if you want to try it. It's uh, yeah. antibacterial. It's antibacterial. It's actually um, um, the owners of the dentist office here yeah. um, invented it. So <laughs> I'm not trying to push it on to you because it's uh, ours, but. Yeah, but it is ours and you should try it. <laughs> no, uh, I, my teeth are, I've always been OCD, man. I do the brush and the floss and the Listerine and the. Yeah. Like I feel, I don't feel right if I don't have Listerine. I gotta have. Maybe that's why. Maybe you're just washing out your all your saliva. And well, and it. you know the other thing too for me, and I, I think it runs in the family because I've seen it, and and I've drink drank coffee pretty much my whole life. Is that your teeth tint? You know, they get like that yellower browner yeah. as you get older. It just happens. Um, but so I've been thinking, I, you know, I think I'll do some whitening. And we started a new dentist. Myra just went, and she was getting her teeth whitened. Dude, it worked like crazy. Her teeth got pearly white, but now they're like so sensitive. Like she's uh-huh. really struggling, like drinks and everything's bothering huh. her. I'm like, F that, I'll keep my yellow teeth. Thank you very much. I'm not, <laughs> that, that yellow is a protective film. <laughs> it's a protective film. <laughs> protects it my teeth. It desensitizes me of but heat. I, right, there's probably some truth to that. The, the, it, it's probably not the plaque. I mean, you don't want plaque no. on your teeth to protect it. But like just that, that whatever it is, because I think to make it white again, because it happens naturally with age, I think you're literally got to remove some of the enamel, right? Oh, I think it's just bleaching it, dude. Like with the ultraviolet. Why does it make them so sensitive? You think? I don't know. Because it made me think twice about doing it. Because I was my plan has been to do it, but maybe it's like leather. You know, like kind of leather gets too hot. You know, it's all crinkly and gross and more sensitive. And maybe and when there's different ways. Stuff. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'm not the dentist. My mom is. We are scientists, <laughs> and 
and doctors. Just so please, please put that out These there. are all based on theories <laughs> of Mike and Tony. <laughs> this is pure science. We have no scientific evidence or... <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Teeth's a weird thing. But I was always like that. I was always OCD. Got shit tons of cavities. I'm a teeth... Always had them. I'm a teeth and ear person. Oh, yeah. You know that. I oh, I know the I'm ear thing. very... Yeah. Like when people... If your ears by me, like if I'm like, if I look over and I, I'll look, I'll look in your ear. I'll look in your ear. I've, I think I've told you about your ear before, Tony. Yeah. What was my ear? It was, it was my the hair. Earphones. <laughs> and the ear hair. Remember, it was the ear hair thing? Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I keep my ears pretty clean, but they, they can get a little fuzzy. Yeah. No, approaching 40. I'm just like, a, ugh, I just can't. Yeah. I see that. Is that oh my gosh. Ugh. I see like Like you were talking about people. the wax thing? Uh, yep, right there. Yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there's wax where it's like wax and maybe it's like fresh wax. Dude, hit, but then there's like crusty wax. Well, that's what like I was going to say. People like, ugh. Like, that's what I was going to say. Is was like the first thing I noticed when you said that is because you look at people's ears. I've never actually really paid attention to people's <laughs> ears and I'm scared. I don't, I don't want to start that practice. But there's something to be said for if you can see anything then there's probably something, there's a problem there. Because for you to look over in somebody's ear hole, <laughs> like actually see, <laughs> sounds so crazy, looking at somebody's ear hole. But if you look over and you see like, you know, like the, because I've noticed that before, yeah. the chunk of wax or like whatever, yes. like that takes a long like down. time to get to that point. Like if I go a day or two, which I know you don't ever do that. <laughs> but when I do, you know, then there's a little bit of like brown yeah. or whatever in there. Yeah. And it's like, to get to the point where it builds to where you can see it. Or it's crusting, Tony. Yeah, right. Crust little crumbs. It looks like crumbs. Cr yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's ear crumbs. Oh, oh my God. Dude, I'm with you. Disgusting, dude. I'm totally with you. It looks oh. just like that, like like like, like cracker crumbs or breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah, it's gross, dude. Yeah, everybody has different levels of hygiene. And, and do you, okay, so here's the next thing. Do you tell somebody? Say, so I've never. <laughs> do you tell somebody they have dirty ears? Because uh, you tell somebody if they have shit on their face. <laughs> Right, you tell somebody yeah. if they had, like shit hanging out of their nose, yeah, like or like you know maybe like a tear or like their makeup smeared. Like you know sometimes when the wifey or makeup smeared, I'll tell her her makeup smeared. Right, right, right. You know, but like is it, it is a is weird it, thing if you're like like the ear thing is like hey dude you got shit in your ear like do we do like I mean I yeah. say if there's shit in your nose I tell you there's shit in your, or your teeth. Yeah, if there's shit in your teeth, dude. Like if I'm like, hey, get a piece you of broccoli shit. sticking yeah, in like, it. You yeah, know? like fucking shit in your teeth. But like, is it appropriate? I feel like it's not appropriate. Yeah. Well, you know what I think part of it is is that a lot of times ears are like one of the overlooked things. Even with me, dude, because you know I'm OCD. <laughs> it never occurred to me before that day to like check my headphones, yep. like clean them, dude. Clean them. You stick them in your ears all the time. You should probably clean them. It never occurred to me, and I think that's a lot of people. Some people will have otherwise normal hygiene. And then just like crumbs coming out of their ears because they don't. Dude, and so that's they don't the other thing. Do dude, that's the, that, that there was somebody recently here, and otherwise clean person. You're like, oh, okay, that person's a very clean person. But then I'm like, oh, Tony, I saw the ear crumbs, and it was like, yeah, that's what I mean. What do you say? Like I said, it's do you it's say something? Do especially you know? to an otherwise clean because it may. I don't know what the thing is with the ears. Like why people don't keep them regular because i've i have noticed before you know every once in a while you know somebody's got bad ears and it's never been somebody where you're like yeah they got dreadlocks too and they, you know their <laughs> whole deal they're a mess yeah. it's not like that it usually is they're pretty normal seem clean they don't smell bad or anything but they haven't cleaned their ears in like a million years like and i read something that you don't you don't actually have to clean your ears did you know that maybe well, yeah. that's what they think yeah maybe that's why they're, they're on board with that 
you don't have to wash yourself either. It's not <laughs> it's not a medical emergency. A- <laughs> but it could be if you go long enough. Yeah, I guess that's what it is, is people overlook the ears. Joe D, Fire Fire Marshal Joe. He um I remember when um I first met him, like a year later, um, uh, he went to an ear, nose and throat specialist, right? Right. And because he was saying he had some problems with his ears, he felt like he was losing his hearing. And he said that he went to the ear, nose, and throat doctor, and he said that they, like, cleaned his ears, like, cleaned out his ears, like, the canal thing into his ears. And he could hear. And he said that, <gasps> dude, he said that he goes, is there a clean out? They did, like, a, not a high-pressure spray, but they put water in it, and they keep on cleaning it, cleaning it, and, like, tipping his head out, tipping his head over, tipping his head over, and spraying inside there. And he says it looses, like, the ear canals, like, mm. all the way back to, you know how you, like, you need to get a sore throat. And oh, it's for sure. There, like, yep, yep. like, down there. Dude, he said there was like chunks. No, like, like chunks, dude. And I'm, sh- I'm like, I'm. If nobody can see it, but I'm like raising things. Like it was like bitter seat chocolate chip chunks. He said they so, were just coming out of his ear. Dude, that's like a quarter inch that you just showed me. But at I'm least. just saying that's what he said. He said there was like chunks of like uh, wax coming out of his ears, and he said it was in both ears. And he said after he was done, he said literally, dude, I had keys in my pocket. He goes, I can hear my keys. Just jiggling around in my pocket. What? I was like, what? And so now to this day, like I, I want to do it, but my here's my fear. Since I'm so OCD in my ears, Tony. Like I'm like I'm cleaning my ears. I clean my ears. I clean my ears. What happens if my ears are really dirty inside? <laughs> I don't know how I do that. And here I am, like criticizing people with crumb ears. And, and but wow. <laughs> Because I read the thing saying you don't technically have to clean them, but that sounds like something, like an ear enema or whatever. Yeah. Like you'd want to get one of those regularly. Like ear colonoscopy or something. Like I, I, feel like, I feel like I want to look into it. <laughs> I, I know, but at the same time, like I said, like, what happens if my ears are really dirty, did, dude? Did they do it at a regular doctor? No, you have to go one of those, like, it's an ear, nose. I don't know. What are Because I've heard of those people who, like, melt candles and stuff, right? It's not that. I tried to do that before, and it didn't really work. Oh. Yeah. How does it work exactly? Because, right, the idea is you melt the wax into your ear, and then you pull it out. ear candles. Well, so the thing is how it works is you light the candle, and it creates a vacuum. Mm. And it's supposed to suck the the stuff out of your ears. So it's sort of the heat. It's almost like, uh, what's that, acupuncture? pressure yeah those cups yeah. cupping and kind of like that there. but like i said it's a hollow it's a hollow thing you put in your ear you lay inside your head and mm. you're supposed to put like a little ring around your head so you don't get any wax on your <laughs> face or your hair or something like that right <laughs> you're but doing it, like, it wrong you're all covered yeah. your face all dripping with wax but you're supposed to lay inside your head and then you light it and you can hear it wow did like you do this on your own not to your Elmi. Okay. To your nope, right, but you guys just did it at home. Like yeah, we just did it at home. Google yeah, you can go, you can go to Walgreens. Oh no, you, I, no, uh, not Walgreens. You can go like a like a vitamin college, uh, natural grocer, stuff like that, and you can get your those ear candles. Yeah, a while back when I got sick and I lost my hearing, yeah. I was freaking out. I was looking into everything, but yeah. I, I got deep into that, looking at yeah. the possibility of doing that. I too. did that. Crazy. I don't, I don't feel like it helps. It was. It, it did have some stuff in it, but I didn't know if that was. Wax remnants yeah. from the actual candle melting down. That's what like, I read online. Was that it? That I mean, I don't know how true it is. Yeah. There's people on both sides, but that was what the other side was saying. Was that it doesn't? It's not really doing anything. It's it sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds like it's working. <laughs> that's a theory. It's supposed to the heat creates the vacuum. It's supposed to pull it out. But see, know. that's the that's the hard part in our world. Is like there is so much information, but you know, guys like me and you, mm-hmm. we learn a lot of shit from Google and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and just like people around and it's so easy. It's becoming less easy nowadays, but it's so easy for people to prey upon other people with stuff like that, you yeah. know, or flush the toxins out of your body, you know? And like, yeah. have you seen those people that do it from your feet and like the water turns all black and they're like, that's all toxins yeah. coming out of your feet. Like, 
so there's so much of that nonsense out yeah. there. It's like, but like, okay, so like, have you ever done those neti pots things? I get so a whole work? story about so that. So do those work or no? Because like, okay. I've always questioned that that stuff too, like the earwax. Yes, though. yes. And I had to, it was the same thing. Okay. Dude, I don't do them anymore. <laughs> I, I did it like three or four times. It was that last time, that Uh-oh. same time I'm talking about when I got super sick, lost my hearing. I was freaking out. So I was trying anything. And so uh-huh. I got online. I didn't research enough, but I did, you know, <laughs> some short, quick Google research, which is always a mistake. <clears throat> and so... I did it, and it's a real trip if you've never done it before. Um, Joe Rogan swears by it because he used to have like sinus problems yeah. and all that stuff. But the idea is you fl- you squirt it into one side of your nose, and then it comes out the other side. But you can feel it like go into your sinus cavities, uh, and like, and the idea is it washes all the stuff out. In my case, I just think I just had inflamed sinuses, which is always my problem like uh-huh. with allergies. Is that there's not like a whole bunch of boogers in there. It's that the the, 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 the tissue just inflames close, yeah. and you can't get air through it very well. So for me, it didn't do a lot, but I could feel it. Um, and so I did it a few times, but I was like, it made me feel kind of better and I could breathe a little bit better for a little while. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh man, this is cool. So I did it probably three or four times. But the last time I did it, I was getting better and I was just struggling. It was making me batty that my ear wasn't working right. So I was trying anything. So I did it. But what had happened was I was having a bad allergy day that day. And my left sinus was like to the point of no air passing through. You know how it is when you breathe and it's like, there's like nothing comes out. Well, when I did that, I tried to force it and I pushed really hard and I felt the shit go back like into my ear cap. Oh no. Dude, dude. right? And then you could hear it. It was like, and then after that, dude, for like two weeks, when I would like, when I would like open my mouth, my jaw, like, oh, I could hear it go. And like, and then the hearing, because I was not able to hear, I think it was my right ear I couldn't hear out of. That slowly started getting better. But then because of the neti pot, my left, I started losing hearing my left ear. And you remember that period, dude. I was in freak out mode because I'm an audio guy. I do audio production and music. And I, I, I depend heavily on my hearing. <laughs> so after that, I stopped. But the reason I stopped wasn't because it's just my experience. I did find a lot of people have had that happen where you try to force it and then it goes back into some cavity and the water literally sits there. Turns out it's actually a sterile, sterile environment. So almost never do you get um, like an infection, yeah. but it takes forever for the water to evaporate or to dry out of there. So you literally have like these crazy sounds in your ears for like, months like that's why i was freaking out because there was dudes on there it's like yeah it's been eight months i'm like what (laughs) for me it lasted it was less than two weeks it was about two weeks and then it seemed to my ears are perfectly normal now knock on wood but what i read was that you have to filter it and i freaked out and looked at our water filter afterward (laughs) it was all to see no 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 no, where i was getting our drinking water from to see what kind of filter we had because you have to use a neti pot you have to filter the water to to five 0.5 0.5 microns or five microns or whatever it is. <laughs> and so of course I'm like, Oh shit. Because what happens is if it's bigger than that, there's different kinds of bacteria that live, like we talked about before yeah. in the pipes in water. So like if you just get tap water and it's unfiltered or whatever, <laughs> and then you put that through your sinuses, there's people that have died from it. It's like, <laughs> it's bacteria oh that like lives, it lives in your brain. It goes like in your sinuses and like in your brain and causes like issues and eventually death. And people have died from it before. Usually what happens is people are swimming and 
like some pond or something and they breathe in a whole bunch of water and it gets into their sinuses. And so people have died from it before, but people have died doing the neti pot because they weren't doing it right and filtering the water. But I was like, I'm OCD. So every time I did it, it was crazy. I like crazy hot water. I mean, everything was so decontaminated, but I was thinking, <laughs> so I don't even trust snorting me. boiled water. <laughs> it hurts no no Uh. you let it cool but you make sure that in the process like even if i touch the bottle you know like i'd make sure i wouldn't touch it unless my hands were freshly washed but i was thinking of like do i want to go through the stress of wondering if i did a good enough job every time like that i could have a bacteria infest in my brain like so don't (laughs) this is my personal like i said joe rogan raves about him i've heard some people say they're wonderful i recommend don't do them (laughs) <laughs> Don't use neti pots because it's it's dangerous. That there's not supposed to be stuff in your sinuses. Like it's cool to try and clean it out, but if you fuck up and you get something in there, like a bacteria or even just a small little thing, it just sets up home inside your face. Like you don't want that. You never want that. And I'm so and I'm so like afraid of like something like that happening. I don't like shit up my nose. Like I don't like yeah. you know when you breathe and stuff like that. Like the water like or like, in a pool or something like that. That's like the worst feeling. And so me like I can I just know it would go like like I do that. I tilt my head and I'm like oh god that feels ah and just like ah and dude just, just dude it happened to me right before a show too. So and I was feeling good. I was like oh, I'm finally getting better. My hearing's coming back and then it was like all this stuff and all of a sudden I couldn't hear out of my left ear right. I'm like, oh no. So it's like right before the show, I'm like running late and I'm still stopping to Google. Like, am I dying? What's going to happen? Am I ever going to hear again? <laughs> oh, insane. We are uh, blowing through uh, the episode as usual, man. Super fast. Yeah. Um, but what do you say? You want to hit up a little bit of these uh, fun, fun facts. facts? Yeah. So anybody that wants to be part of the fun facts, uh, go ahead and email us at mikeandtonyshow at gmail.com. Um, and again, I'll send you the crazy shit that I see on the internet um, throughout the week. Speaking of looking up stuff on Google, I loved this one, man. And, and it's true. It's kind of common sense, I guess, but it is a fun fact. Uh, basically, almost everything you learned in university can now be found on Wikipedia for free. Yeah. It's so true. And people knock Wikipedia all the time because people can edit it or whatever, but yeah. it's pretty solid for basic information about any topic. Yeah. So I, I technically have a doctorate. <laughs> a Wikipedia so doctorate. Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike. <laughs> According to Dr. Mike and Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it is funny, right? And I'm actually with the fun facts then. I'm technically Professor Mike. Professor Mike and Professor Money. Yeah. There you oh, go. there's See? the name of our next show. There you go. Our sequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is interesting to think about that because you and I, you know, we were in that generation. There was no there was no Google and stuff no, in junior dude. high or in high school. Like you early had to high break school. out the Encyclopedia Britannica. Right. Right. The Britannica, good luck. dude. Yeah. You had to know shit like the Dewey Decimal System. I mean, it was a different thing, and now, I mean, anything. You could just do back in the day. It was Wikipedia. just the, yeah, it was just those Encyclopedia Britannicas. I remember my grandparents going to their house, and they had like a whole bunch of years, entire volumes. Right. Dude. It seemed like every time I saw somebody that had one of those, they were like ten years old. It always seemed like you know because people they're these big heavy ass yeah. books. It was an expensive collection to buy. Yeah. You keep them for a long time, and now you try to imagine if Wikipedia was only updated every ten years. Can you? Right. <laughs> oh, so that happened. So oh, that happened. So, okay. Oh, yeah. Berlin Wall. Oh my gosh, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, we live goodness. in a very different world now. This one cracks me up, dude. During one particular Rolling Stones concert, four people were killed. 
Yeah. But the overall population didn't change, dude, because there were actually four babies born during that concert as well. That's so insane. <laughs> Can you imagine? It sounds like a good concert. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine being hearing that story. You know that if your parents, if that was you, you know you've heard that story a million times, like constantly retold to you. You were actually <laughs> conceived or could actually born at a Rolling Stones concert. You were born at a Rolling Stones concert and conceived at a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Costa Rica is officially the happiest country on earth. Hmm. Makes sense. It used to be. <laughs> You're skeptical of that one. They have bot flies there, Tony. Dude, I know. Oh, I know nope. too much about bot flies. Again, Google, yeah. Wikipedia. Yep. I watched that show called Bitten on oh. Animal Planet. Oh, I, how could you? I, I've yeah. always wanted to watch that, but I just can't get myself yeah. to watch that nasty stit. Even, even bad pork, you can get. You can fucking see parasite in your eyes. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was, uh, I heard some, I think it might have been Joe Rogan again, talking about eating bear. Some dudes he knew got trichinosis from eating undercooked bear <laughs> meat. Do you know you, you never get rid of it? You what? Have, Worms yes, just stay in the parasite in just the rest in of you? your life, the rest of your life. So do you have to take like medicine for that forever? Probably. To control them? Probably. To control the population? It's just the knowledge of it, you know <laughs> what I mean? That would drive me crazy. Like we're talking about with the ear and everything, like I would be nuts thinking that there's worms living inside my friggin' body. Ugh. Ugh. How about this one? Uh, there is a stadium in Brazil in which a midfield line supposedly lies exactly on the equator. So oh, making yeah. each team defend one hemisphere. That's so damn cool. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You got the northern, I got the southern. <laughs> uh, this one made me concerned. <laughs> lack of sleep and going to sleep irregularly can lead to early death yeah dude it's my sleep schedule's both. yeah not good <laughs> it's not good at all I really should probably try and get I some I always joke sleep. around with the wifey and say that <coughs> if I go to sleep early I'm gonna miss something something's gonna happen I always have that feeling too yeah and to me there's just not enough hours in the day you know like yeah. there's so many things you want to do and, it's and like, like so it's, it's for me it's like you know you get home you know with the wifey, with the, you know, with the daughter, with the kids, whatever, um, dinner, you know, then hang out, do some quality time. And by the time you're done with that, you just want to relax, you know? And so I'll lay down and just sit there and again, play around the internet, look at my phone, play some games, you know, listen to music, anything. Before you know it. You know, before, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm not tired yet. And then you get into something and then you're like, oh shit, it's one, I better go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's, well, that's, you hit on that. It's that family life, you know, when you have a family, you have a wife and kids, and then you got the job, and it's like, there's really, I mean, there's literally only 24 hours in a day. So it's like, I always wonder, like, the people who do sleep, because there's, like, my wife, you know, there's plenty of people that I know they're like, well, I got at least eight hours a night. That's my wife, too, yep. Yeah, and it's, to me, I'm like, I try to imagine, like, if I did that every day, like, all the stuff I wouldn't get to do, or, like, the time, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be doing stuff than sleeping. Like, I feel like, eh, that's coming eventually anyway. <laughs> you know, eventually I'm going to sleep forever, so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, this one here was crazy, dude. And I don't know how fucked up you have to be in order for this to happen. But Kiko the dog sensed a diabetes-related infection in her owner's big toe and chewed it off when she was passed out drunk, saving his life. That's so insane. How wasted are you to not notice that your toe is fucking being chewed off? And just how weird is that? Like your dog's chewing off your toe, but like to save you. Save you, yeah. Or they, so she says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, well, because dogs are like that. They have like that crazy sensitive uh, sense of smell. That's the smell. They can but smell they cancer. Use There's yeah. dogs use cancer dogs, yeah, <coughs> or stro- and stroke dogs. Um, just the, the 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 help dogs. You know, they can sense a stroke coming on, and they they get on top of their owners and like sit on them and ease them and everything like that if they're having that. The dogs like sense of smell is ridiculous. Yeah, well, and it's crazy that they can smell like bad, you know. They're yeah. Like, they can smell that this is going to kill you or whatever. And yet trying- they smell assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I can't find the other Where's the other dog one? Wasn't there one about a dog that like, oh, there it is. Miley, a Labrador in Laurel, Mississippi, went outside and returned home with a plastic bag filled with a pound of pot. That's Tony's my, like good my kind dog. Of, my kind of dog. Good, good dog. Good puppy. Okay, go get another one. <laughs> good dog. Yeah, that's crazy. Or right, there's another marijuana in here too. The Sisters of the Valley. Oh, yeah. I was who, in- who are, are nuns' habits and robes grow marijuana in California's Central Valley for healing purposes. Well, I, it's cool for so many reasons. I think that's really neat. <laughs> yeah. But I, I saw that on Facebook, but I didn't click. On, I saw like something saying that, and yeah. I didn't click on it. I didn't realize they were in the Central Valley. You know, that's Fresno. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> wow. Like, wow. Maybe you may want to go back and become Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. I'm coughing my head off over here. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I love that combination. Okay. Did I tell you about the video I found recently? Well, no. That I was looking up? Because, you know, I've been going to church and all that. Yeah. I found this cool video of, it's in Denver. There's this group, they called Jesus Stoners or something. I can't remember <laughs> what they were called. But they basically get together, smoke joints, and, like, read the Bible. One's like a, one of them's like a ordained minister. and Yeah? Like, they, yeah, they were, it was on the news. It was like on Channel 7, I think, or huh. something like that. So that was pretty cool. Jeez. It's along the same lines, right? The the Catholic yeah. nuns and... Yep. People are waking up to the power of the herb, man. <laughs> One of God's many gifts. Okay. Anything fine. else? Oh, yeah. Well, there's tons of this one. Under extremely high pressure, peanut butter can be turned into diamonds. Oh. I was wondering now, is that, just remembering back from like physics and chemistry and stuff, um, is that anything under enough pressure can form diamonds or is it literally peanut butter or something special peanut about butter. it? yeah. <clears throat> so it's not everything because for some reason I was thinking if you apply enough pressure to any matter you can eventually get diamonds but I think some weird part of my head just made that up I guess no um, I don't know it's just, again it's under super high pressure um, but yeah peanut butter, peanut butter the peanuts are also in dynamite did you know that as well I didn't know that yeah. peanut butter's in dynamite peanuts like peanuts really dynamite, yeah do you know what's up with that I don't know there's no other hmm. TNT. That's a trip. Well, I know peanut butter for me is a weakness, man. I love peanut butter. Yeah? Yeah. It was one of those things where I discovered before when I was eating clean, you know, super clean, and then started incorporating peanut butter. It was like quickly started gaining weight. It was like that stuff's packed with calories and sugar and fat. Easter every year. I'm a big fan of the (coughs) Reese's egg. Oh, hell yeah. Because the Reese's Pieces, where I, I do like it, the Reese's egg has a better ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. Oh, you're talking about the peanut butter cups? Yeah. Versus the egg. Egg, yeah. Oh, yeah, the dude. Reese's egg. Dude, without dude, a doubt. I can sit there and I'd be like, like this past weekend we were watching a movie. And I was sitting there and I had the bag, you know, that's, you know, like, you know, eat candy, watch a movie and everything yep. oh, like yeah. that. And um, I'm sitting there all of a sudden I look down at the wrappers and I'm like, oh my God, I'm eight in. 
like <laughs> just like dude, like bam bam that's like funny that. i didn't know that about you yeah. that's me too I like seeing dude, peanut butter cups, yeah. dude well do you i don't know if you so in general you like reese's peanut butter cups too well that's like my favorite candy no my favorite is the eggs what do you mean my favorite the, candy oh, the peanut butter is cup score eggs. bar oh score is that the red one score bars is like uh, toffee yeah like oh. heath bars yeah dude, like my dad bar. What the hell? Every time, every around, every time we lift up some new stone, you're like my dad in some new way. Yeah, he's really into that too. Uh, what's the, what's the cow one? The cow, cow one? I think they're called. It's oh, called cow cow six. Cowtails. He loves the cowtails. Yeah, yeah, he loves those too. Yeah, I don't like those. You don't like those? No. Yeah. Um, so the peanut in the dynamite. Yeah. It's a uh, the peanut oil um, is used to produce the gl- glycerol. Oh. That makes nitroglycerin. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I never that's knew they penis, did it from peanut oil, though. Yeah. <laughs> and dynamite. Yeah, that's, that's a crazy world we live in. I do love peanut butter, though, man. Yeah. Peanut butter's so good. But again, would, has to be... Oh, you know what we tried this year was the... Uh, have you ever tried the white ones? No. Nah. The white chocolate ones? They're actually surprisingly good. I was super skeptical because I'm with you. I love this, those regular peanut butter chocolate Easter eggs yeah. that Reese's makes every year freaking to die for buys me bags it, it, dude i was like gonna say bags. it's really jacked up the way they sell them too they sell them in like 18 packs and yeah, shit and right like, uh, okay yeah I so tier buys all like, of them so and then after tier always does this too is the the day after easter she'll go in there and she'll buy like a gang of bags because they're at the yeah. discounted oh price. yeah because they yeah. go on sale yep. immediately yeah. they actually the day of yep. usually easter they get marked up that day yeah yeah those are so good we tried the um I mean, the Easter Bunny tried the <laughs> tried the uh, white ones, though. It's like the white chocolate on the outside. Yeah. And I was super skeptical. Like, yeah, it's not going to be. I mean, it was pretty good, actually. Not huh. as, it's not as good as, as the regular chocolate ones, but hmm. super good. Wow. I had no idea. We've known each other quite a while. I did. That's like one of my favorite things in the world, yeah. too. Yeah. It's the best Easter candy ever created. Yeah. And then they do, they, they do the, the Christmas tree. Oh yeah, I like that too. It, it, you know, I, I would you agree though that it is also better than the regular peanut butter cup? It is, but it's not yeah. as better as the egg. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's, a, it's physics thing, it's man. The shape. It's the surface area. It's the <laughs> maximum amount of peanut butter and chocolate coating, all in oh one. My gosh. So here's so one. We were talking about bacteria and stuff like that earlier, um, and so it makes you think any single time of about yourself or when you're at the gym. Like me, I'm not a sweaty per I'm I'm sweat like I don't get very sweaty, but when I do sweat it's not stinky, you know? Mm, mm-hmm. But um I've known other people oh, yeah. when they sweat, it's stinky. But sweat is odorless and it only smells when combined with the bacteria that's found in your skin. So if you're sweat stinky, you're dirty. Right, but there's to an extent. No, I think yeah, you could flat out say that, but it's not all due to your personal hygiene. Yeah. It's also due to your genetics and like what kind of bacteria is what you're eating. Like yeah, what? That's another thing too. Like I've noticed. Like I knew a dude who was like a vegetarian only, and only ate veggies and stuff like that. Like true vegetarian. But when he worked out. It was like onion. It smelled straight up like onions and asparagus. I've had I've had that problem before <laughs> with garlic and onions because I love garlic and onion yeah. too. Yeah, you sweat it out, man. It comes out and then sitting on your skin. That's crazy. You worked out with me. I'm a sweater. <laughs> You're dude. sweating now, Tony. I'm probably, <laughs> probably, dude. I sweated my shows. I It's just one of those things again. Gen- genetics, I guess. My dad was the same way. My real dad. Yeah. He, I remember that. 
I remember I told you he used to like hot food and he would just sit there at the table eating like super spicy salsa and peppers and he would just have like a handkerchief and just constantly drying his neck and drying his head, just sweating while he was eating. My dad sweat so bad he'd have sweat on his forearms. You know, I mean if you're That's unless you're an person. MMA athlete <laughs> You should, MMA athlete, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a professional athlete, you should, if you got sweat on your forearms, either you're pushing it crazy hard <laughs> or you got a sweating problem. <laughs> That's me. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm self-conscious about it, too, because I told you the deodorant thing. Me and my sister met for coffee today, and we were talking about that, and because I was telling her how I stopped using deodorant. Yeah. And every once in a while, I still use it. And if I, you know, sometimes if I have a crazy sweaty deer, like when I was sick, all of a sudden, I had BO, dude. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Put a little deodorant here. But uh, we were talking about because it, it, it runs in our family. Like, everything irritates her underarms, too, and me. And I told you my grandma had the surgery yeah. and, like, a cancer thing going on in her armpit. So definitely something I pay attention to. The, uh, the In Philippines, they use a stone, literally. It's like a crystal. It, it's the weirdest thing ever because it's all dry. It's just a dry, like, rock. Yeah. You rub it on your, arm, on your armpits, and then actually works like for me it worked my sister said it didn't work for her hmm. but it uh oh no no my sister hasn't even tried it yet somebody was saying that it did not work for them i don't know how it works i don't know what the deal with it is but it's literally like a, and they sell them in the stores it's like a rock you buy a rock and you just rub it under your arms my hair swears by it again it's that whole thing of you can sell anything <laughs> to anybody <laughs> probably <laughs> probably it's just like a widely believed one i'm making fun of those people and then i'm using a rock on my underarm <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. You want to do more? We kind of covered like a ton of news. I don't know. You want to do yeah, some more fun yeah. facts? No, I kind of got a couple things on the news. So Beautiful. I want to hit up the uh, news. So one of the things in the news that I saw was, remember Paul Walker? Uh-huh, for sure. Uh, his daughter actually just received a $10 million settlement from that driver, his estate, the driver that... That crashed into the tree or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, did whatever. Crazy there was like a weird conspiracy about that, right? Yeah, but yeah, ten point one million dollar <coughs> settlement that she got from Jeez. that dad for Paul Walker dying. Well, that's that's. I mean, I guess that's the maybe the silver lining, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. And you can, you know, a lot of and that's like one of the top. You know, that's like one of the top Googled like intersections online. Oh really? I think people Google that intersection now. To see, yeah. Well, it's one of the, it was one of those weird things that kind of I mean, like lots of really cool people have died before, and it didn't kind catch on like that. But like when Paul Walker, it's like a symbol now. In fact, I have a Facebook friend mm-hmm. who is uh, uh, he's always he posts super questionable stuff, but <laughs> I like having him as a friend because I see he posts crazy stuff and he likes pushing the limits, yeah. you know. And he had something on there. He's po- he posted a couple about Paul Walker, but it was crazy. Like, sometimes he would post, you know, he could post, you know, sexist or racist jokes or whatever, and people would, you know, laugh, and some people would get worked up. There's always some people. But when he posted, like, Paul Walker memes, uh-huh. people went berserk. Like, he even had a post about it where, like, I guess Facebook, like, temporarily shut down his account, and then they removed those posts, and it was like... It was so interesting to hear it because Damn. there was not a real reason. And to me, as much as I probably wasn't a fan of, like, you know, him whatever making fun of paul walker 
and some of the other stuff too, you know, like he, he's always, always, you know, anti Jesus stuff and just like real stuff that just really gets people's panties in a bunch. Um, but it was the, I, I like the fact that he can do that. Like, I, I think I appreciate the fact that people can say whatever they want. And the weirdest part about that whole thing was the way he explained it in his post. And he's a pretty straightforward dude was basically, they just didn't like what he posted. So, huh? So they just like, Removed it. They just decide oh you know, what gosh, to censor. Dude. Sorry, go ahead. I'm killing too much time on that. No, but I was just saying. That's, yeah. The, finally received that. Yeah, so. that's cool for, uh, it was 10 million, you said? Yeah. Yeah, never enough, I guess, with a human life, right? Yeah. But the idea was that he was liable because he was driving like a yeah, crazy man. Something like that, yeah. How much, I imagine, Paul Walker was super into fast cars, though. He yeah. was probably into it. Push it, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, who knows? That, um, yeah. How about, all right, are you going to get the fight tomorrow? No. Is that the Bradley Pacquiao fight? Yeah. No, dude, yeah. Nobody's interested at that. Zero. I don't know. I say that now. Yeah. I'll keep but then, it posted. Then, if, then tomorrow you have a big shindig. And yeah. Well, I'll be at a, I have a show tomorrow night, so <laughs> I won't be there. But I could see somebody last minute going, hey, let's get the fight. But, dude, come on. Pacquiao Bradley, isn't this the third one? And he sm- he killed them both times, dude. Granted, they, he lost. Remember, that's the worst, that decision terrible ever. decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I have no interest. In fact, it sucks for me, man, because I've always been really a diehard Pacquiao fan, and I've just lost interest, man. I'm like, hang up the gloves, buddy. Go yeah. do your politics and stop fighting these yahoos. It's silly. It, when he got knocked out by Marquez. And that was it was that was after he lost the crazy decision to Bradley. I think he lost like the crazy decision to Bradley. Yeah. Then he got knocked out by Marquez. And then when the Mayweather was just like the yeah. biggest disappointment ever. It was just like well, he was hurt. He didn't say anything. And the shoulder, right? He had like a yeah. torn, torn shoulder, or something torn shoulder, and he didn't say anything because again, he was getting paid. And I think that was so, the main thing. Yeah, I think I the money took over on that one. Yeah, and Manny. I don't know what happened, man. He used to be so cool. I used to love watching that dude. Not just because his athletic... It looks like, honestly, his athletic ability doesn't seem to have changed that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for an older dude, I mean, he's like my age. He's he's pushing 40. Is he? Yeah, I think he's 30. He's one oh, year he's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... so uh, Honestly, he performs pretty well for a 38-year-old dude, but it's more just like everything, like the stupid fights. Like, nobody wants to see Bradley 3. Are you kidding me? Like, who thought that one up? Who thought that's going to make money? Because we always joke in our, you know, Myers family and everything, (laughs) and we always say we're not going to get it, and then we always get it. But I legitimately think no one's going to bother with this fight. No one cares. Like you said, he whipped his ass twice. Yep. Now they're going to fight again? For what reason? So you can have the two out of best three. Of three. Yeah. yeah, he wants <laughs> the best of three, that's for sure. Rochambeau. <laughs> best out of three, come on. Paper, rock, scissors. He has the two out of three against Marquez, too, though. What's that worth? Oh, no, there was four fights with them, right? Yeah, I think so. They, like they fought that, like yeah. four times. They're going to do a mega fight, number five. Number, yeah. <laughs> He's going to fight Bradley and Marquez at the same time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that I would watch, actually. <laughs> Takes on two fighters. Uh, well, we burned through it, man. That went uh, crazy fast. Just talking about uh, life, the universe, and everything, as we always do. Yeah. Um, start trying to do a weekly thing, right? We're going to try and get out locally and do a little something each week and yeah. have something to bring to the show. Food, and show, something. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's just the getting together and shooting the shit that's, that's the good part yeah. uh, check out all our episodes at mikeandtonyshow.com we are plowing ahead be hitting 70 episodes soon we appreciate your support so much those of you that are downloading this a lot of listeners through uh, Twitter so shout out to all 
2,000 plus Twitter fans. Yeah. And with that, sir, that's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers.